Hold on to me as we go As we roll down this unfamiliar road And although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone I'm gonna make this place your home. Good morning, Hamilton. This is Rob Golfie with Remax Escarpment, the Golfie team. Welcome to the Hamilton Real Estate Show with Rick Zamperin by my side. Yeah, here we go again. Uh, Rob Golfie in studio, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Special in studio guest Jennifer Dreho, sales representative with the Golfie team as well. We're going to be uh, asking and answering a bunch of email questions sent to the Golfie team. You can get involved in the fun as well. Questions at robgolfie.com. Email any sort of real estate question to questions at robgolfie.com and we'll get to it on a future program. Robgolfie.com is the website. His phone number is 905-575-7700. That's 575-7700. At Rob Golfi on Twitter and Instagram. Check out the Rob Golfi Facebook page as well. Before we get into a bunch of uh, great questions that have been submitted, I want to ask you about uh, the housing price numbers that came in uh, earlier on in the week, suggesting or saying that Hamilton's um, home prices have jumped 9.6% in the second quarter compared to a year ago. So the aggregate price of a home in Hamilton right now, $408,000. I know. Wow. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. And uh, I, I remember seeing houses, and I was just having a conversation with somebody uh, with some of the houses in the North End, how many houses are there selling that were under a hundred thousand? And it's not that long ago, yeah. two years ago. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, you could print up. Eh, Jenny? Yeah, I think everything now has jumped up too. If you're you're getting a good, a good deal at two hundred thousand. Yeah, wow. not 100, but so. but two years ago, um, like literally two years ago or three years ago, you could have bought um, you know ten homes. And today you would probably would have uh, built of over a million and a half Easily. in equity yeah. in uh, in you'd have made a million and a half dollars. Are there any more five figure homes in Hamilton? Um, probably really rare. Very right? rare. Yeah. It's got a, it's almost like a garage, and, yeah, and it exactly. becomes and it's 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 a tear down yeah. in the north end that needs to be built. That's you're it. buying it for the land basically. You're, you're basically buying yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um, a couple of other interesting notes about this story is uh, median prices for bungalows and. St- Two-story homes also went up 11.3 and 9.3 percent, respectively, in the second quarter. Uh, but the median price of condos in the city went down 0.7 percent. Is there a reason? Do you, are people not into condos Just, right now? You know what? It, it, it's still. Um, I mean, they're building a lot of condos, so, so um, there's a there's a there's an influx of condos, mm-hmm. and hopefully, it's not too much in Hamilton because I know in Toronto uh, they've been building so many condo buildings, yeah. and, and and they're not. Uh, uh, what's the word to say? They're not uh, going up in price as fast as that the condo owners have expected to. Right. And, so, and not to mention, too, some of the condo prices that are uh, happening down in Hamilton are quite comparable to Toronto prices. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah these these uh, condo builders, they're asking a lot of money. Wow. And uh, so people are saying, wait a minute now. Like, now they're looking back and, and, and they're holding off. So yeah. there's only so many there's only so many condos uh, and and. The, the expensive prices, people will, there's a certain group that will pay uh, that price, but mm-hmm. then after that, the rest, they're, they're not. They're, yeah. they're, they'll hold back. And that's probably what's, what's happening is uh, there's an influx of condos. We have one down on James Street for sale, and uh, 
it's we're we're listed at two fifty nine nine. It's probably the value on that one's probably about two forty two forty five, mm-hmm. and we're going to do a price adjustment on that one. And um, but but again, people, I mean, they're not moving as fast. Mm-hmm. But, but also to say, wouldn't you much rather have a detached home rather than a condo? That's right. I, I was going to say, probably a lot of the people that are moving from the GTA, especially Toronto, are probably moving from a condo and they want a home, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And then they can get a nice, a nice yeah. detached home. Probably for the semi. same price as their condo. That's, That's right. right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And more space. Yeah. And more space. And a backyard and the whole bit. Uh, all right. Let's get to uh, some of our questions here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. First one uh, Hey, Rob, I want to list my house and I've never sold a home before. I just want to know what can I expect in the process, and what are the costs of listing a house? Um, well, we obviously there's commissions, and, and commissions are um, are different for everyone. Okay, uh, that's one. Uh, another expense is I just I just was talking to uh, a client of mine, and uh, he's owned the house. Oh God, probably 15 years. He's now now he's a first time seller. He was a first time mm. buyer 15 years ago. Okay, so he's a first time seller now. So he just he just renewed his mortgage. Uh, six months ago for another five-year term. Right. Now, his mortgage renewal, he went. he's with a B lender, so his interest rate's going to be a little higher because he had a little bit of an issue on his credit score. Sure. So his interest rate on his... Uh, on his in, on his mortgages, I think it's I think it's about five percent. So I said to him, "Listen, call your bank." I says, "I and I and I kind of had a feeling. I didn't expect it to be this big, but I said, call your bank, but sit down while you're calling him because mm-hmm. I think you're gonna be surprised at what the penalty is gonna be." Right. And uh, and uh, just uh, you know, don't get upset. Just just get the answer. Call me and yeah. So anyway, it was twenty seven thousand. I was I was going to say it's somewhere in the twenty yeah, neighborhood. Twenty seven thousand yeah. dollars. So, so the only way he can deal with that is if he's going to buy another house, he can transfer the mortgage to there. I okay. said, I, otherwise, if you're going to get out of it, like he's you know, um, get out of this house and not not buy another house, um, you're gonna, you're going to have a hefty penalty to pay. Yeah. And so that's one. Then he's got his commissions, and then he's got his legal fees. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, um, I wish he talked to me before um, he signed this mortgage, um, because we we can you know we can direct him in the right way, right? And uh, so now he's stuck. He, mm-hmm. He's he's stuck. And and about I think about eight years ago, seven years ago, everybody was signing up for these ten year mortgages. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm telling you, like uh, that kind of faded away. Well, even with personal experience, you know, and you try to get out of one of those mortgages with one of those big banks and. Even I had a hefty penalty, you know. And they don't care. Yeah, no, so they don't. there's a lot of fine print in there that you have to read. Yeah, yeah. the ten year um, term is tempting because the interest rate is low. You're locked in if if you're not going with a variable rate. So you're you're tempted to say, "Hey, I could be locked in at this low rate for ten years. Why not?" But if you do want to get out of it, the penalty is pretty fierce. Yeah, you're kind of stuck because yeah. um, um, because they 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 do the difference. So 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 for instance, let's say if you have a mortgage. At four and a half percent, and the banks are giving mortgages at two and a half percent. So you've got a two percent difference. So so let's say the current rates are let's say the current rates are five percent. Mm-hmm. Your mortgage is at four and a half percent. Your penalty is not going to be that big because mm-hmm. they can they you can cash in that mortgage, and the banks can resell that at a half percent more. But because the interest rates are two two and a half percent, and if it's at four and a half percent. They say, "Hey, wait a minute! We're not going to be able to get this four and a half percent from mm-hmm. anybody again." Uh, you know, so we're, we want to make sure we get our 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 contract that yeah. we agreed upon with a difference on interest. 
Now, in terms of if he didn't renew the mortgage and he was just selling, I mean, his mortgage is pretty much up. What kind of costs is he looking at with commissions and, and legal fees? He he would um, so so if he if he let's say he just did a, a one year open mortgage. Okay. So basically, yeah. signing up for a year. And if he sold, he can cash in any time. He can, right. you know, break the mortgage, no problem. There be there wouldn't be a penalty on there. On the commissions, uh, depending on the uh, depending on the um, value of the home, the value right. of the home. Let's say it's a a four hundred thousand dollar house. Okay, it could range from you know four to five percent, depending on the agent, mm-hmm. and um, and 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 that's basically. It. And then probably a thousand dollars in legal fees, approximately. Right. It, you know, it could be less than that, but it wouldn't be any more than a thousand dollars. Okay, um, this one is from Leah. We're thinking of listing our home, and we noticed in our master bedroom we have traffic patterns. In the carpet, should we replace that before we put it on the market? Well, if the, if the traffic pattern is through the um, like from the, the master bedroom into the hallway, mm-hmm. I mean, if it's just the bedroom, um, you got to be careful because you don't want to spend five thousand dollars on the carpet because it's not going to get you that much more money for your house, right? Um, and uh, or even more, like I mean, it just depends where the tra- like the traffic patterns c- coming through. Usually, it, it, a lot of traffic patterns happen. From the washroom to to the carpet area mm-hmm. because the mm-hmm. washrooms usually are are ceramic tile sure. or whatever and then and then and you and then people end up walking out with wet feet and that's where the, the traffic patterns happen mm-hmm. and and it and it gets packed and uh, things like that so it it just depends like I mean um, every circumstance is different um, if it's if it's a lot of carpeting you have to replace it, it can get expensive but yeah. if it's not that bad and you can you know you'll still get the sale. Um, but you just got to be careful because you don't want to spend five, ten thousand right. dollars and not get that return on your investment. And sometimes you know you have to understand wear and tear on a house too. So sure, you yeah. Keep that in mind. Traffic yeah. patterns is one thing. What about stains, carpets, or even hardwood? Well, yeah. just throw a mat on top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The hardwood you're probably good. Yeah, that's it. Call, yeah, um, but yeah, you, you definitely you know try to get a steam cleaner there and yeah. uh, and, and get somebody to uh, professionally clean that carpet and see if yeah. they can get anything out of there but yeah sometimes we do have to get people to you know stretch the carpets sometimes you know how the carpets they end up buckling up right yeah. um you, you call a carpet company they'll come in and stretch it and but i think like that. that if if the majority of the house is in really good condition and this carpet is just the one thing mm-hmm. maybe it is a good idea to replace the carpet if it if it goes with the rest of the decor right, right. yeah it depends on the price of the house too yeah like, yeah, yeah. It, it, if it's if it's a house in the north end and they're only selling it for you know two hundred and fifty thousand. And you don't want to put a ten thousand dollar carpet in right. there or a five thousand dollar carpet because um, it's just not going to get you the the return on investment yeah. uh, that you want. Makes sense. Yeah. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM nine hundred CHML. Rick Samprin in studio with Rob Golfie, sales representative with the Golfie uh, Remax Escarpment Realty with the Golfie team. Uh, Jennifer Dreho, sales representative with the Golfie team as well. We're answering some email questions sent to the Golfie team, and you can do so as well. Questions at robgolfie.com is the email address. Uh, send uh, really anything under the sun regarding real estate, and we'll uh, answer it on a future program. Robgolfie.com is the website. 905-575-7700 is his phone number. You can check out the Rob Golfie Facebook page and at Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram. An email question from Carol from Ancaster. Should you hire an agent on a gut feeling? Wow. Well, yeah, a lot of people do, but it's the wrong gut feeling. <laughs> Is it really? <laughs> well, I mean, so you, you got you get a guy that or, or a woman that comes to your house, they smell good, they look good, and people, I'll tell you, people do hire based on looks, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, but, but 
the gut feeling should go based on find somebody that has experience, that has the credibility and has all the credentials on selling a home. So compare the two with two good ones, not with one that just comes to your front door and say, hey, you know, like I look great. I Listen, I can sell your house. Yeah. And, and really, they only sold one house in the past 18 months. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a bad gut feeling. But like, because there's a lot of great people out there, and there's, you know, and, and people do make the mistake of hiring somebody that has zero uh, credentials, zero mm-hmm. experience, and now they're stuck. And uh, so that, you know, so gut feelings, you got to go by gut feeling of experience and credibility. Yeah, and we have a ton of technology that you can look somebody up. You Google them, Mm -hmm. social media. So there's lots of ways to look up uh, an agent and find out how good they are or what their sales are like. Yeah, so like, for instance... uh, um, I'll Google them. So if you you know you're googling a guy and uh, and you, you know, say, oh my God, he's with the Hamilton uh, Police Department. <laughs> I thought he was a real estate agent. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, so that's the thing, you know. I yeah. mean, like, uh, or you know, because there's a lot of uh, teachers that are real estate agents. So we, the the thing is, we, we do have uh, uh, there is a lot of uh, part time agents mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. that are working at our real estate board, and and the stats show that the average agent only sells four homes a year. So right. you don't want to get that. Gut, good gut feeling on one of those people just right. because of the fact they don't have the experience and that is going to get you your home sold for top dollar. I guess the gut feeling would uh, come about when you've interviewed maybe two or three or four uh, real estate agents and then you go with the gut feeling That's at right. that point, right? That's, That's right. right. you got to do your homework. That's yes. right. Yeah. Now, are they or are you entitled to give them information on how many homes you've sold or any kind of stats? Oh, yeah. Like I've, I've got um, a, a, a little book that uh, it shows stats on on the top, uh, you know, 50 agents in the city, okay. and they can look at it. I, I show it to them, and I show them, you know, uh, like Remax here in Hamilton, we're the number one uh, uh, real estate brokerage in uh, in in the Hamilton, Burlington, and surrounding area. So, I mean, we have like I think it's about 33 to 35 percent of the market share for Hamilton. Hmm. Um, so, I mean, it's I mean, usually uh, uh, agents that are with uh, the Remax brand. Um, are full-time agents. Right. I mean, so so that's a positive note there. Like, I, I'm not I'm not discrediting other brokerages, but but um, the, the way the system works is that uh, uh, Remax uh, usually has more full-time agents than than part-time agents. Mm-hmm. Plenty of more uh, listener email to uh, come when we come back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio this morning with Rob Golfie, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Jennifer Dreho also in studio this morning. She is a sales representative with the Golfie team. Check it out online, robgolfie.com, 905-575-7700. Rob Golfie on Facebook and at Rob Golfie on Instagram and Twitter. We're answering some uh, email questions from listeners. Questions at robgolfie.com to get in on the fun. Again, questions at robgolfie.com is the email address. Send in your question. We will address it on a future show. So back to the email list we go. Maria from Stony Creek. How important is it to have a real estate agent versus private for sale? Good question. 
Go well, ahead, Jenny. The gloves are coming off. Here we the go. Gloves are coming <laughs> off. Where do I start? Well, you kind of get what you pay for, right. you know, at the end of the day. So, I mean, with a real estate agent, hopefully they're a good one. You went with a good gut feeling at mm-hmm. that point. You know, uh, they have a lot of marketing um, resources to get your listing out there. Um, usually, mm-hmm. private, better photographs. Better everything. Yeah. You know, lots of people helping you. Um, privates for sale? I don't know. Well, I'll tell you something. I just sold my house. Yeah. And I should have hired one of my agents that works with me because I did everything that I would never do to a client of mine. Okay. So the first one, first thing I did, I didn't do a feature brochure for my house. <laughs> what? I, I, I know. Were you I, overconfident? I was like, I was overconfident. I also I sell. I, I said, it'll sell, it'll sell quick. I don't, uh, well, it'll be sold before I even get this thing printed yeah. up. So that was the one, that was one thing. So I, I didn't do the brochures, and everybody's going, where are your brochures, right? So, uh, so and number two, um, there there was, like, I didn't do some of the things that I should have done to my house mm-hmm. to get it uh, uh, sold ready. Right. I said, ah, it's okay, the mess, <laughs> mess in, the, in the furnace room there, that's okay. I mean, they know it's just the furnace. Like, I didn't, it wasn't organized that well. Right, like, literally, right, right. you know, it was tough because I was trying to jam everything in there. So that was another, another big mistake. But the biggest mistake that I did was, my emotions got in there. Right. So, and I don't, I'm going to be honest, I, I, you people out there that are selling your house privately, I don't know how you guys do it. It's, I know it's costing you thousands of dollars because mm-hmm. what happened was I got an offer on my, on the, on the house and, uh, and I signed it back because I was overly confident and I lost the deal. Mm. So, uh, and then, so now then I, you know, so I lost that deal and they always say your first offer is your best offer. That is so true. Yeah. It is the truest thing that uh, that's out there and if you do get an offer on your first offer try to make that deal happen because i'm telling you the next ones they're going to be a lot lower hmm. so i lost that first deal so then we had showings we're getting showing steady showing so the house is getting showed so i get another offer i blew that deal i'm telling you like i was so emotionally involved with it like literally i had three offers <laughs> and i blew all three deals oh, i'm telling you, like i'm the top agent in the city yeah i yeah. Go, like Come on, like I thought I had this in the bag, but you know what? Because it was my own house, yeah. Um, I got emotionally involved with it, and then my wife was saying, "That's it. It's enough. You're, you're, you're fired. Not selling. <laughs> Get somebody else to sell this house. You're not selling your own house." But anyway, but I don't know how private for sales uh, can yeah. do it because their emotions are there, and uh, they can end up blowing a deal. Like I, I, I didn't realize, like, like. I've been doing this so long and I've been, you know, I've been, you know, I, I know what I'm doing and, and I've, and I've got a lot of happy clients and hundreds and thousands of, uh, of happy clients that we've done great for. Mm-hmm. But when it's my own house, I, I really messed up on my own house personally. Yeah. So I don't, I'll never list my own house again. I don't know, Jenny, you yeah. bought a house. Yeah. And I think that too, you know, it's hard enough with the agent on agent dealing with other people's emotions mm-hmm. and then to have, I couldn't imagine having a seller versus buyer, you know, trying to come together on stuff. I mean, some of these deals are really hard to put together. Yeah. So it's good to have a mediator inside because I mean, we're not emotionally attached to right. the home whatsoever. Very yeah. unbiased. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, yeah. And not only that is that you, you can get an outside person looking in and they can tell you, you know, little things that you can do with your home. Mm-hmm. You know, things that you wouldn't necessarily think about. Right, a very different perspective. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, a, a valuable lesson here. It cost me about uh, $20,000. The original offer that came in, mm-hmm. the original offer that I, I didn't put the deal together with, did come back after. 
but twenty thousand less. Yeah. And well. uh, I took it. I took it and ran. <laughs> ran for the hills. I, was, I didn't want to mess up anymore. Trail <laughs> between your legs. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Uh, in terms of private for sale, do they have? Do those individuals have the opportunity to access MLS? Put put their home on those well, listings. Private for sales. They, they have limited access. It's okay. not like they have it at their fingertips. Yeah. Um, they have to make a phone call, and they have maybe somebody like like there, there's uh, companies out there, and they have to call, and then. It's not direct. They don't it's have direct. direct. Right. Uh, although, I mean, there. I, I remember I had a friend that listed their house through a certain company, private for sale. Okay. And they actually put the house on the MLS in Paris, France. So it did not show up on the any of yeah the, the, mapping. the mapping. It did not, and not to mention, it doesn't show up on our local board either. Hmm. So you have to think of the. You wouldn't even think of these things. The exposure. Otherwise. You're not getting the exposure. Yeah. And 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 I'll tell you, prime for sales companies, they, they they don't care. They they got their money already, yeah. whether they sell the house or not. Right. Like we do not get paid unless we sell the house, and 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 homeowners do not have to take an offer uh, if, if it's not happy for them. Uh, with you know what I mean, like so. There's all that. So prime mm-hmm. for sales. They say, hey, I want my eight hundred dollars. Here's your little uh, sign on the front lawn, and here's some sure. brochures, and that's it. They're done. Yeah. They're done and over with. But and most importantly, too, safety. Um, there's so many things going on, and uh, you know when you when you work with a brokerage, there's uh, certain extents that we certain extents that we take. We're insured, <laughs> right? We yeah. are insured, but we also have you know you have to have a call center, you know, or people handling. The, the people coming through. So you have documentation of everyone that goes through your home. Right. Private for sale, anybody can come up to your door and uh, you don't know who they are. Yeah. That's right. That's right. I'm picturing you guys driving around town looking at for sale signs from private companies on lawns and thinking... Write that number down. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> that, that too, that right? Yeah. And we so, need to spread the word. <laughs> so would you would you approach the homeowner, contact the homeowner? Or, or, um, or, yeah, what, what's the process? You know, some realtors do. Okay. Uh, but we usually end up getting the calls. Um, we're, we're well known in the city. Um, a lot of times these private for sale people will end up trying to sell it. Sometimes they'll give up after two weeks right. because they just they because they have to be there for showings. Yeah. Like they're not just gonna give the keys to some strangers. Hey, yeah, the door is open, go <laughs> take on. Take your in. time. Yeah, take <laughs> but uh, but yeah, they uh, um, yeah, some agents will will go after them and, and then some and, and but a lot of times we do get we do get the calls from them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, the first thing they're saying is it's not working. It, right? It's not working yeah. out. We need, we need to get our house sold. And I've had a couple of private for sales where the closing date uh, was two weeks away, and the lawyers are trying to get a hold of the other lawyers, the, mm-hmm. the, the lawyers on the buying side, and they're not anywhere to be heard from. And uh, so they'll call us, say, Rob, we got to get our house sold. Yeah. We thought we sold it to this guy. We only took a $500 deposit, and that's a small deposit, so right. anybody can walk away from $500. And there's nothing you can do about it. You're 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 stuck now. So now you bought another house. Yeah. And now you can, your house is not going to be sold. So it, and, you've got all that. And with a brokerage too, we tend to qualify our buyers a lot better. So we know that these people have money right. most of the time. So we're not going to bring, you know, some guy off the street because I hear this often with private sale. Oh yeah, I got a guy. He said he's going to buy my house. He's going to pay me full price. Mm-hmm. The guy never is to be heard of again. Right. So, or the deal falls through because he doesn't have finance. Yeah, and it sounds like private for sale as well. There's a lot of hassles involved. You know, you gotta you gotta list your home. You gotta you know get the word out there. You have to do all the lawyer stuff. Whereas you guys handle all that. that, that yeah, yeah, we take care of that, and 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 we walk you through. You know, we get the feedback from the other agents to find out. You know, 
why their clients didn't put an offer in. So yeah. we so we try to make we, we try to figure out you know what's going to be the best for that for that house to, right. when we have it for sale. You know the, all the details for that listing. We you know we make sure the mapping's right. We mm -hmm. make sure the the details on the information sheet is correct, so that when other people are looking at it, they they actually see the true details of that home. Yeah. And at the end of the day, people are going through the private aspect, probably leaving thousands of dollars. Well, we've talked about this on past shows, leaving thousands of dollars on the table. Yeah. Well, I, I did. But, well, yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> I sold my own house. Yeah. yeah. But not only that, not just from emotions, but just not understanding and knowing the right. market, right? Yeah. Um, email from Stephen from Hamilton. I have listed my home with an agent and I'm not happy with him. What can I do? Can him. <laughs> Party's over, right? Eh? Just like that? Yeah, no. no repercussions? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you know what? Because it, it could be a long, uh, terrible relationship. Mm. Um, we, yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, you do sign an agreement. Uh, we get people to sign a, a listing agreement, obviously. But at the end of the day, if they're not happy, uh, us as a golfy team will let them out. But not everyone's that gracious. Right. Some people will keep them on the hook. And yeah. then you're stuck with them. Yeah. Um, and then it's hard to get out. Um, not everyone will get out of the deal that easily with mm -hmm. you. Is there a penalty for the homeowner? Uh, no, there there shouldn't be a penalty. Um, it uh, I mean I mean it just depends on the uh, the agent. Right. I mean you get the wrong agent and he doesn't care and and he doesn't care about his reputation and and he'll hold you to that contract whether wow. um, and he can make he can make a family's life uh, miserable miserable yeah. and and we we've seen it out there and you know we get calls from uh, people and say this guy won't let me out of the contract and I said there's nothing we can do about it you you made a commitment to this guy mm -hmm. and obviously he doesn't care about your well-being and um, and sometimes they'll sign a, a year or six months and you're stuck with I was going to ask you about an expiry yeah, date you got to yeah, be careful wow. you got to be really careful right in 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 this market um, we usually, you know, uh, on a on a on a listing agreement, we usually sign about uh, uh, a three month listing agreement. Okay. It depends on the pricing, right? If they if they want a, a very high price, then we go a little longer. Right. Um, if we list a house, uh, you know, at the end of October, we, we 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 add a couple of extra months on it because we don't know what you know the the, the holiday season yeah. like because it, it can be slow. Like, I, I, for instance, I listed a house first of November uh, in Ancaster on Gray Court. And uh, we knew that we we're coming into a, you know a holiday season, mm -hmm. and we didn't sell that house to the the beginning of February. Wow. And so we had three months where you know we're getting the odd showings, and all of a sudden February kicked in. Yeah. So if I only signed a three month listing, I would have lost out on that sale for sure. So so we we add a few months through the you know when when we know there's uh, slower months out of the year mm -hmm. that uh, that come up. Is there a a panel, a judicial review board, some kind of body that a homeowner can go to to say, hey, I want out of this deal? Well, the the broker uh, the broker of record of the office, um, you know, will talk to the agent, say, listen, you know, just you know, let bygones be bygones, and, right. and let this family have have their life back. Yeah, and uh, it, you know, it depends on the broker too. Um, we we're we're usually like, I mean, we don't get those calls, you know, because we do our job. Mm -hmm. But if there is a strain in any any type of uh, relationship, and and on every. Uh, package I give, I give a guarantee that if they're not happy with my service, we will let them out of the contract within 48 hours. Yeah, yeah. And and it, and it sits there, so they ha they see it. Every every single one of our clients has it, but we don't get we don't get the phone call saying, "Hey, I want out." Right. We don't. And then you do get the odd agent that's in the business of not real estate but suing. So yeah, <laughs> hopefully you don't get that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, stay away from him. Yeah. Uh, email from Jared from Hamilton. If uh, I put an offer on a home and I do a home inspection that reveals things that I'm not happy with, would I get my deposit back? 
Mm. Yeah. Well, you should get your deposit back. But here's the problem with with our this system hmm. is that when you sign an agreement with these people, like like the buyer signing an agreement with the uh, the seller, um, you need a mutual release to get out of the agreement. Okay. So so here's what happens, uh, and this actually happened to us, and we had the buyer and the seller. Um, so we got an offer on this house in Ancaster. And, on, uh, and, and what happened was we got, a, I think, a five or $10,000 deposit. So then the guy did the home inspection. And he just felt, ah, it needs too much work. So right. he wanted out. The sellers wouldn't sign the mutual release. Oh, wow. We cannot touch that deposit. It's sitting in a trust account. So because we knew the, the buyer, we said, don't worry. We'll, we'll get him eventually to sign this thing. <laughs> yeah. But... But it's tough. Sometimes you have to go to the broker record, and then you have to go even beyond that because wow. because because he fu- he didn't fulfill his his uh, his uh, uh, his condition. Meaning, right. um, he did the home inspection. He wasn't satisfied, so he wants out of the deal. Yep. Right. Yep. So he should get his deposit back. And but but now, if that mutual release isn't signed, there could be problems if they resold that house to somebody else. And all of a sudden, this first guy can say, hey, listen, I, I, I think I will close on this mm-hmm, deal. Mm-hmm. So it, it becomes a mess. And yeah. the way the system, the law is set up, it is terrible. Wow. But but 99%, 99.9% of the time, we do get a mutual release. They get their deposit back so they can go on to you know find another house. But and but if your deposit's tied up, yeah. if you got then you got no money to put a deposit on another house that you're looking to buy. That's where the problem comes wow. in. Yeah, and is that a uh, is that a rare issue that you it's guys? A, it's have? a rare issue. Okay, a ra- very rare issue. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but uh, but yeah, it but uh, it it does happen, and uh, you know, and uh, most but, of the time people are pretty civilized, and you know, if there's too much work, there's too much work. You move on on to the next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, email from Jack from Hamilton. We have neighbors beside us that have a bunch of cars on their lawn. Is there anything we can do about that? Because we are thinking about selling our home. Mm-hmm. Oh boy! <laughs> what do they live in Saskatchewan? Didn't we just get a call. Like we, I just, we just we got just, a call yesterday regarding. Oh my god! Uh, yeah. we, we we sold we we sold we, the house. We we had the seller and the buyer. And and, and so the sell the buyer is uh, rent. It wants to rent the house. No, is oh. he renting? No, no, he is at. Oh, he, maybe he did rent. I don't know, but anyway, so all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the people that are living in this house that we sold. Yeah. Um, they got dogs there, and and they got dog poo everywhere. And you know how this weather is. Like, yeah. I mean, it's hot. Oh yeah, steamy. <laughs> so it's <Smelly>. cooking. <laughs> it's <Smelly>. cooking. <laughs> so what does this have to do with cars on the lawn? <laughs> so I know, but anyway, um, so they're calling us and say, "What are these people that you got in here?" I'm like, right. oh my but god. But what do you do, right? Yeah, you can't really you, do anything. You can't you like call the city. Well, well, the bylaw in Hamilton is you can't have any cars parked on your front lawn. Right. So that's the one step yeah. uh, but sometimes people have all these junky cars in their driveway they can have the big long driveway and it's all full of you know yeah. junky yeah. cars and stuff like that really there's nothing you can do it's just uh, build a higher fence yeah. I don't know there's <laughs> yeah. really yeah. nothing you can yeah. do yeah, yeah exactly build, yeah. build a, a 20 foot fence and hopefully yeah. they don't see it there but that's going to impact uh, their selling ability right sure. because anybody who's going to go to this house is going to say I don't want to live beside this guy yeah, yeah right? we had an issue with that with another property we just sold as well they have dogs yeah oh, and they're barking and you know we're just hoping that the dogs aren't out when we're showing them <laughs> we? yeah. they had six dogs oh, wow. literally their backyard was like a pa- like path. There was no grass, wow. and because all these dogs would just run around, run around, and it was just like a big like Mess. paddock. Wow. Like uh, it was just uh, 
Um, and uh, we knew that was going to be a bit of an issue. So as soon as you look out the window on, my, on the second floor, you're like, oh, boy. Mm. You know, like, but we sold it. We wow. sold it. Yeah, it's we did tremendous. It. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, more uh, email uh, questions on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. Welcome back to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio with Rob Golfi, sales representative with Remax Escarpment, the Golfi team. Our special in-studio guest today, Jennifer Dreho, sales representative with the Golfi team. We're answering questions from listeners to uh, questions at robgolfi.com. If you have a question, send us an email. We'll get to it on a future program. That email address, again, questions at robgolfi.com. Rob's phone number, 905-575-7700. Find them online at robgolfi.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Back to the, uh, you want to talk about the guarantee before we get to back into uh, other questions? Yeah, okay. the, uh, well, uh, like, uh, some of the, que- like, the, our guarantee program, uh, as people see if they're driving around the city, they'll see that I have billboards and also Barbara, Barbara Corcoran, you might have seen on CH, yeah. CHCH uh, endorsing me, um, saying that we guarantee it. We do guarantee it. So if you're buying uh, a house and because of the fast market that we're in and all of the, you know, um, and the multiple offers that are going on in this house, chances are if there's a house out there that you love and you want to put an offer in, mm-hmm. there's another five people who want that same house. Yeah. So now you have to battle and try to, you know, come up with a price that you can beat all the other people to get that house. So a lot of times that if people have a house to sell, they can't go in firm. But we can we can arrange that for them. So I can guarantee the sale of their house so that they can go in firm on theirs. Right. Um, so that that makes a huge difference. And and you were going to mention the one uh, question there. I guess is it better to um, uh, an email sent uh, from Stephanie? Yep. Uh, Stephanie from Grimsby. In this market, is it better to sell first or buy first? Well, in this market, it's better to buy first because you could end up selling and be homeless after. Right. <laughs> but uh, but you buy first, and like you deal with a lot with this, Jenny. Yeah. So buy first because the market is so hot. Um, and you want to, like you said, go in firm. And then Rob can offer the guarantee. So mm-hmm. you have something to fall back on. Not that you'll need to because the market is so good. Right. You know, you list it and it's pretty much sold in less than two weeks. Yeah. yeah. So definitely buy. The inventory is still low. doesn't really matter where you are yep. in the surrounding areas. Um, and it just makes things a lot less stressful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because... Like, like with us, with the, with the backup plan, they they just have that assurance that they're not going to own two houses, uh, especially with us. So we, so it, it so like sometimes uh, one of the agents on my team will call me and say, "Hey, Rob, listen, somebody wants to put an offer." And, well, here's here's a true story. That's what's happened. Um, we had a client in in Hamilton. Uh, they were putting offers conditional on selling their house uh, in uh, on on these properties, and they were losing out. Right? Uh, either they were in competition. And they were scared mm-hmm. uh, that they didn't want to go without that condition. And then, or uh, if they did get they did get the house, they would get bumped because because we were just in the process of getting their house on right. the market, and it, it didn't sell. So, so 
um, I think I'm not sure if it was Mike or Jeff. I can't remember, but um, I said, listen, why don't you offer them the guarantee, and then and so she can get that dream home that she wants. So we so she found a house. Mm-hmm. It was in Smithville. She fell in love with it. So I, and we said, listen, you will get this house. Don't worry. You will and you won't get bumped. We will make sure that you get it. So we guaranteed her house. And we got her a lot more money than the guarantee, hmm. and so and she was thrilled. She was super thrilled, mm-hmm. and uh, she's recommended a lot of clients to us. Yeah, because when you're going into some of these offers, you can't sale of property is definitely not going to win it. For yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, they'll just push that deal right aside instantly. Yeah, you got ten offers sitting on the table, so you put all the cash ones on one side, you put all the ones with conditions on the other side, mm-hmm. and you know, and then the cash yeah. ones, cash is king. Yeah, you know how they say it. Yeah, and uh, really, the guarantee at the end of the day is peace of mind, right? It is peace of mind. It, it's 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 it is a peace of mind, and 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 people, you know, it's funny they they love it, they love it, and uh, they don't have to worry about owning two houses. Uh, they can go to their bank and they can bridge because now they got they got an actual contract mm-hmm. in their hand mm-hmm. that their house is sold firm, right? But in, during the time, but we we will try to sell that house. Uh, within 120 days, there's no doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Aaron from Bimbrook. On moving day, if the current owners are not out in time, what can be done? Grab That's yourself a pizza and <laughs> wait. There's nothing, yeah. not a whole lot you can do. Just you know, on the contract on the first page, you know, it says six o'clock. Doesn't yeah, it? it says six Break o'clock. They, they, they six p.m. Six p.m. They have to be out. Okay. Now. I'd say, have you come across this? All the time. Jenny? Really? All the time because the thing is we try to match up the moving dates accordingly. Sometimes sure. they pick the same date. So the person moving out is the same time that that person's moving into that house. Makes sense. So then you've got two moving trucks, you know, <laughs> in the driveway. One wants to get in. One's not done yet. Yeah. You know, last minute things. And I get calls saying, you know, they're not out yet. What do we do? Yeah. There's nothing you can do. You it's, it's patience and... And it and it and it's There's I had a- I had one years ago. They were in there till eleven o'clock packing. Oh and wow! It was a disaster. So now you got these moving guys. It's on a Friday, Friday night. Paid yeah. by the hour. They get paid yeah. by and it's and it's not just like twenty bucks. It's like a couple hundred dollars an hour. Oh yeah, and maybe more. If it goes later, especially on the weekend, then you got to park the truck. It's overtime. overtime. Yeah, yeah, big time. So what happens is, so th- this truck is sitting down the street. They're waiting for these people to move out. And I th- I don't know how late they work, but we I remember getting calls and and there was nothing. We called the other agent and say, listen, you, what what is with you know what's going on? Mm-hmm. And and the thing is, you are stuck. There's not like like a, a judge or a police can say, hey, you got to be out like <laughs> right. right now. There could be a police, yeah, pretty could, soon. But there could be poli- yeah. Oh yeah, it can get it can get pretty ugly. But the only thing you can do is uh, just record everything and and uh, and it's, sue them for all the extra expenses that it, it you endured for right. waiting. And uh, but it, it, it like moving day, I'll tell you something. I always tell people, listen, it's going to be the most stressful day of for your sure. life. Mm-hmm. So I, I what I say to them is, li- li- just whatever happens, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So just let it go. Just just let it happen uh, because uh, just don't get mad. It, it you know just you know make all the problems like a joke. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, right. so let it roll off. Just kind of laugh it off. Yeah, yeah. because 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 there are going to be problems. Because no matter what, getting mad that day, getting 
frustrated and and it, it's it's just not going to help. It's not going to make a difference yeah. in what the outcome is going to happen for that day. For but you. if there's one piece of advice, maybe plan your um, moving day the day after yeah. or a couple of days. And if you can do if that, you can do if you can with do the it. bank. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. you have to break. So a lot of times people will um, take possession. Let's say they'll take possession of the house on the tenth. But their house that they're selling is on the 15th. So they got five days to move in, especially when there's bad weather yeah, in, in the true. middle of winter. Can you imagine moving when there's a blizzard <laughs> happening in the middle of January and yeah, February? Yeah. It's oh, my God. Like, <laughs> like, you know, like you, you got all these movers. I mean, you think they're going to be taking off their shoes every time they bring a box Not into a the house? They're no. going to be tracking in, you know, uh, snow and everything in, into your new yeah. house that you're moving into. Yeah. One more segment here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show. When we come back, some final thoughts on AM 900 CHML. One last go-round here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfie, sales representative with REMAX Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Jennifer Drehow, our special guest this morning. She is a sales representative with the Golfie team as well. Answering some email questions earlier on in the show. If you have a question, email questions at robgolfie.com. The website, robgolfie.com, 905-575-7700 is his phone number. Regarding uh, moving day, has anyone left stuff behind? and gone back into the home or tried to get back into the home to say, hey, I left you know, Susie's doll upstairs in a closet or something. Yes, there's, uh, it, and it goes either way. So one aspect of it, let's say somebody left some stuff because they couldn't fit it in the truck, and then two weeks later, they're, they're, they're knocking on the door and wanting it. Mm-hmm. If it's an expensive item or something nice, there's a high probability they're not going to get it back. And they, <laughs> and they have every right to keep it. It's really? theirs now. Or... Uh, the other end of it is uh, somebody's left a lot of stuff. They can actually take in the small claims court and because they have to get a bin and and, and throw it out. Throw right? it out. Yeah. yeah, and that happens. That uh, just happened to me last week too. And you know, you can charge them for the cost of you doing it yourself, or you can get them to come and do it. But yeah. it shouldn't. It should be clean and clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything should be clear. Every everything should be cleared out. Um, and it's 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 uh, it's it's hard, but sometimes people do leave a messes. A lot of people end up. I don't know how this happens, but the big deep freezers in the basement. Mm. Oh, those! Oh my god! I, you can't get them out of the basement, so but heavy. I just don't understand how they got in there. Yeah, <laughs> you know, they like, built the house around the freezer. <laughs> like these freezers that you know that have these you know loud noises and everything. Yeah, and they go, Rob. Uh, do you think the uh, new owners might want the freezer. That's uh, probably one of the things that they don't want. <laughs> yeah. you got to get that out of there. Yeah. There you go. Believe me, I says, I don't think so. I think you, your freezer is actually knocking. <laughs> and but, I, but, but they said they can't get it out because they inherited it from the previous owner and that previous owner inherited from the previous owner to right. that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it was like a circa 1930 freezer. Yeah, but, but the one thing I just can't understand, it, I don't know, they squeezed it in the basement, but but it just won't come out, mm-hmm. and I don't know how these basement doors shrink. I don't know. Yeah, we had one of those big freezers in the back. I mean, it was a honking unit, yeah. and yeah. it was um, the, the the round up your old kind of white goods um, uh, initiative, yeah. and it literally took two or three guys to haul it up the stairs from yeah. the basement. It was probably a ton. Oh yeah, like, it was incredibly yeah, those heavy. big old ones. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're they're nasty. You might That's have sure. to uh, adjust your price, your yeah. purchase you price gonna, on that one. Or you get a chainsaw. Yeah. Just uh, home comes guess. with freezer. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No That's choice. non-negotiable. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> non-negotiable. Any uh, final thoughts? 
Well, um, how much time do we have? Left? We got uh, we got a couple minutes. Okay, so I, I I remember about this is like years ago, years and years ago. So you know when you're young, you know your friends are, are buying houses and you're moving this mm-hmm. and that. We all we all help each other, right? And now, now as we get older, we get movers. So so a friend of mine uh, in Mississauga said, "Hey Rob, can you help me out moving?" I, yeah, sure. So so there's about five of us guys, right? So we show up to their house. And they haven't even packed. Oh come on! I swear, there was dishes in the sink. Like it was like you, like if I went to your house, Rick, yeah. tomorrow, it was like okay, we got to we, we got to move today. <laughs> oh my god! And I said to my and he's a good buddy of mine. And I said, Dan, Dan, listen, I got to be out of here by five. So you know what we we were doing by three o'clock. We were just rounding boxes at the grocery stores and liquor stores. Oh, my gosh. Like, they, these guys had to be out that day. And I said, Dan, like, I mean, I'm willing to help you out, but you didn't even prep yourself, yeah. prep us. Like, we came here to walk in, move boxes into a, a, a into truck. A truck and go. He, he had zero done. And, then, and, his, and his wife is trying to do a, a garage sale on the driveway at the same time. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll never forget wow. this. But I left at 5 o'clock, and I I didn't look back. I, I just... Uh, do you know what time they got out of there? I have no idea. They might still be packing. Don't I mean, yeah. do that. Oh, oh, yeah. So I'm sure... Well, that that's probably the case where the <laughs> movers were trying to get in after 5 o'clock. Probably. Oh, yeah. They. But we I left, and I just... I was just... We were upset. All, all us buddies were upset. And right away, when I saw that, I, I was the first guy to say, listen, i got to be out of here at 5. <laughs> i got other Clock arrangements happening. So, because wow. so I, I knew all my other buddies were going to say they wanted out too. But, yeah. but the first guy always wins. <laughs> wow. Again, online, robgolfie.com. Call them at 905-575-7700. At Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram. And check out the Rob Golfie Facebook page as well. Rob, Jennifer, thanks for coming in today. Thank you. Enjoy Thank you. the rest Have of your weekend. Day. And uh, we're back next Saturday with the Hamilton Real Estate Show. Tune us in at 9 a.m. on AM 900 CHML.